today I'm so excited to talk about one of my favorite passions, and that is strength training. Welcome back to another episode of Rest, Eat, Move. This is Chris Johnson. Today I'm solo, obviously. And if you haven't heard some of our podcasts recently, we had a great podcast re- a couple weeks ago with my great friend, Marty Hall, on social drinking. So check that out. But strength training is the fountain of youth. Now, I will use strength training, but you can call it resistance training, weight training, lots of different things. But it is one of the greatest things that can turn back the hands of time for people in their 80s, 90s. So again, I'm going to be 65 years old in the fall, and I tell all my clients, especially when you hit 50, it's no longer an option if you want to continue to move, but strength training is the fountain of youth. Now, we're going to get into the benefits of it and whatever. I'm not going to really show you exercises today, but we're going to talk about it. And again, we have lots of stuff on our website to help you along with your journey. But one of the things about strength training, it's a gift that keeps on giving. And for my 11th birthday... Believe it or not, my parents gave me a 110-pound barbell set. Who gives their kids a 110-pound barbell set for their 11th birthday? But to this day, I still have some of those plates in my house. So again, I think they uh, didn't quite know it at the time, but it's been a lifelong passion of mine. And not too long ago, I'm at the health club I used to work at years ago. And this guy asked me, he said, hey, Chris, how long have you been strength training? And I said, well, gosh, I've been strength training over 50, almost 55 years. And he says to me, I thought you would be bigger. And it hit me that everybody thinks of strength training as just getting bigger muscles. Now, that was my goal for most of my life. I competed in 10 bodybuilding contests along the way. My first one's in 1985. But strength training is much more than just building bigger muscles. Now, if you ask the question, what is strength training? It's pretty simple. It's putting your body under some type of exertion, some type of load. Now, again, it could be your body weight. It could be kettlebells, dumbbells, machines. Uh, It doesn't matter, but your body is going to be basically um, exerting force to to, uh, overcome some type of resistance. So that's really what it is. And then you have this concentric phase, which is basically, let's say you're doing a push-up. That's the pushing phase. And then you have the the basically the lowering phase, which is called eccentric. So again, just there's a little science behind that. But really, the bottom line is when you start strength training, it does so many wonderful things. Now, here's a couple benefits. Number one is posture. It's incredible when you think about we all struggle with fighting gravity. We all do this. We will the rest of our lives, but and gravity will always win. But we're going to fight gravity. And one of the greatest ways to help fight gravity is strength training because it creates more synergy in the body. Now you're strengthening the back muscles to help you line up better. So again, not only great for posture, helps prevent injuries, reduces stress. I truly believe personally, when I strength training, it washes my mind. It, I call it washes the brain. And it does amazing things for the body, but it also does incredible things for your mind. So again, when you think about stress, we're talking about mental health today. It's an amazing benefit. Bone density. So again, we think about, you know, hey, I want to improve my bone density for both men and women. Strength training is that, put that force, because bone is a live tissue, and that live tissue has to um, create that demand. And then again, we're going to build that, that live tissue. Uh, athletic performance, we see that in every male and female sport across the world. Now everybody's doing strength training. And then mobility, flexibility, balance. 
stop for a second about balance. As we age, we lose that mobility, flexibility, and balance. But balance equals strength, and strength equals balance. So again, when I work with many of our clients, we talk about this in webinars or live events, which are coming back. Again, we talk a lot about balance because as we age, what do we lose? We lose that balance, flexibility, and strength. So again, those kind of go together. And then metabolism. When you're strength training, you increase the mitochondria. The mitochondria get much more active, and that's the power pack. That's the engine of the cell. So I do this all the time. Hey, Chris, I'm trying to lose weight. You better be doing strength training because you want to build a bigger engine that burns more fuel. So imagine you have this top fuel dragster. It burns a lot of fuel, and that's what strength training can maintain the rest of your life. So again, it's not only helps the way you look, but more importantly, how you feel. Now, as we move forward, like when you talk about, uh, you can use lots of different tools. We'll get into this a little bit more, designing your home gym. But we got free weights, kettlebells, resistance bands, Swiss balls, machines. There's lots of tools along the way, and we'll get into it as we go. But I want to begin with this. Talk about some guidelines. Here's a couple strength training guidelines. Number one, posture. I've already talked about that. But think of posture in the gym. If your posture starts to fail, then we stop the movement. So I always can tell intensity of a movement. We'll talk about intensity in a second. But when posture starts to fall apart, then we know it's time to, we don't want to create nervous system adaptations that are not healthy. So again, posture is number one. Number two is breathing. We now know that breathing is a great indicator of intensity. So again, I want you to feel like you're naturally breathing through your workout. You could hold your breath. It makes sure you're exhaling. But again, breath is always an indicator if I'm overdoing it. I remember when I take a yoga class, the instructor's always talking about breathe into the movement. It's no different than strength training. Pay attention to that. And then focus. How are you working on that movement? Again, get the concentration. So again, we're not just going through the motions. We're creating this focus. So again, I always think about, you know, am I focused when I come in here? What am I trying to do? What am I trying to feel? I used to get my clients to always think about, okay, so what are we doing right now? What muscles are we trying to engage? But that takes focus. So if I'm trying to engage the pecs, my chest muscles, I have to really get focused so now I'm feeling that movement. Or if I'm working my back muscles, I'm feeling that movement. It creates that focus. And then from technique, technique is critical. So again, I always talk about, hey, are we perfecting the ordinary? What do I mean by that? If you're learning how to do a push-up, everybody wants to, again, we get into entertainment exercise, but when you're doing, let's say, a push-up, am I scapular retraction? Am I really getting my hands wide enough? Am I feeling the muscles? What's the technique look like? So again, a big thing at the beginning of strength training is your form. What's the technique? What's the form look like? And again, you can always tell that somebody's been well-trained in the gym is their technique looks great. And it's not hard to learn. So again, it's just sometimes you need that formal instruction from a professional. I mentioned this earlier, scapular retraction. I had a couple of people in the other day. And again, these are exercise people. They've been to gyms, they worked with trainers, and nobody's ever talked about scapula retraction. And all that means is your scapular shoulder blades is you're retracting them down and in. And when you do that, you create space. So if I'm doing a chest movement, if I'm doing a dumbbell chest press, if I'm doing a fly or whatever, as I scapula retract, I create more space in the shoulder. So again, it could be something you need to pay attention to when you're working upper body. Are you using the scapula correctly? If I'm doing a row, I don't need to scapula retract. I need to get the, the scapula or the shoulder blades engaged. But again, I'm showing some things out there right now that if you're not aware of it, 
I need to probably pay attention to it. And we have lots of videos on our website talking about that. So again, technique is a big deal. All right, from here, everybody always wants to know, how many, how much weight? Well, we'll get into that in just a second, but sets, reps, and resistance. So when you think about reps and sets, a rep is how many times you're doing the movement. And for most people, I want you to think about maybe five to 13 reps. That's generally in the range we start with. So again, that's just a rep range. Now, again, training specificity. If I'm trying to get a little bit stronger and I'm using a weight that's so light that creates hardly any adaptation, I'm probably not going to get that. So again, a lot of people think I'm going to do lots of reps because I want to lose weight. Reality is we're trying to build that bigger muscle. So when you're in the gym strength training, you want to put some type of load in there. But again, it's based on how many reps you can do perfectly. So many times I'll get people to do a bicep curl. So they're standing in against the wall. They're working their biceps in their arms. And I'll have them say, okay. Then they'll say, well, how much weight? Well, how much weight can you do correctly against the wall? So again, we work on technique. And then we can start dictating how many reps and sets depending on what the goal is. So again, reps is the amount of, of, of th times you're doing the movement. And again, I, sp I, I, I split that up every month. I'll talk about that in a second. And then we get into the sets. That's how many times you're gonna do that group of, of reps. So I might say for most clients, let's start with two sets. I don't really like one set because again, you're not really learning that. For it could be two sets to maybe up to five or maybe more sets, depending on what your goal is. But for most people, it's two to three sets in general, and it's usually somewhere between five and 13 reps. So again, now we've talked about reps and sets. And then from there, what we're not talking enough about, one of my great friends, fantastic trainer, Walt Reynolds, we've had him on the podcast before, but Walt and I train on a regular basis. I haven't seen him in a while, but he is full of knowledge. I've worked with him for over 30 years. But one day we were talking about strength training, the three R's of strength training. And the three R's is this. Number one, it's not resistance. Number one is range. The larger the range, we're looking at, as we, especially as we get older. You know, I've seen people squatting a lot of weight, but the range is so small. So again, the first thing I work with is once we get the technique down, now we start in expanding the range. So range is number one. Years ago, I started working with this guy, and his goal was to get stronger for downhill skiing without getting injured. So I said, okay, tell me a little bit about that. He was having knee pain and hip pain. So I took him through his current strength training routine. This is his routine. I'm go I want to know what you're doing. And he says, I was shocked to learn that he was currently pressing over 300 pounds on the leg press. Okay, so he had a lot of weight in there. He's in his early 50s. But there was no way this guy could move this amount of weight with any range of motion. Again, he's trying to get better for downhill skiing. After a few minutes of warming up, I asked him to demonstrate how he used the leg press. He loaded it up with 300 pounds, as we mentioned. He held his breath, moved the weight maybe six inches, maybe just six inches. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, this guy thinks he's really doing something. In fact, he's probably doing something really bad to himself. But then we discussed his goals and I suggested we start by going through the three hours beginning with range. We stripped the leg press down to 100 pounds and we worked on his form and range of motion. After two sets of eight repetitions with only 100 pounds and going through a much larger range of motion, 
He stops me and he says, I got to tell you, my legs are smoked. Again, back to skiing, training specificity. He's injured, has knee hip problems, hip pain, blah, blah, blah. But by reducing the weight and increasing the range of motion, his hip and knee pain started to disappear in less than one month. And he also felt his legs were getting stronger and more conditioned for his upcoming ski trip. So again, range is so important. So think about in your current strength training program, or if you're going to start strength training, we have to start paying attention to the, the range, not so much resistance up front. All right, number two is the rate. That's the speed. So generally, if I'm doing a push-up, I might be moderate speed down and up relatively slow. So again, that's how fast or slow you do the movement. Now, as we start, it might be just a, a medium speed, but then you can really get fun with your workout. You could create pauses. So again, I had a, a guy in here yesterday and we were working on pauses. Going down, we did a dumbbell chest press. We paused. We came up. We paused. So now we're changing the rate. And then at the end of his workout, we started working on speed. So we started adding more speed. And it was shocking to him that just by changing the speed or the rate, completely different workout. So again, when you start changing range, you start changing the rate or the speed, now your strength training program can get very, very interesting. It's like a Rubik's Cube. It's always learning, always ending. And the last is not, not, not saying it's not important. It obviously is resistance. But when we line up rate, range, and then we line up rate, and then resistance, now we got the plan. So don't make this harder than it is. Again, try to increase the range of motion. Try to pay attention to how fast or slow you do movements. Don't do it always the same way. And then last but not least, when you change those first two, resistance might start changing over time. But again, we need to create a load in there, but the load can't be too, too large because I'm going to probably lose my range. I'm also going to probably start falling apart with my breath, my posture, my technique all starts to fall apart. So again, and then we bring in another thing we bring in is the importance of rest and recovery during strength training. So it's really imperative that if you're going to work hard, you need to recover. And so many times when I do a chest movement, I'll follow that up with a back movement to give my chest muscles a little break so I don't have to go sit down or do whatever it might be. Again, we're trying to make this very efficient. But it's really important if I'm really going after, let's say, really high resistance and high range and the list goes on, I might need a little bit more recovery time. If I'm trying to get more of an overall program that gets my heart rate up, I might have less uh, rest time. But I always make sure that if I'm trying to come back to that movement, depending on training specificity, I'm giving myself enough recovery time. So again, pay attention to recovery time and that could be another variable you change. As my clients get more fit, I give them less rest. Now, I'm giving them rest in that muscle group per se, but anaerobically or working in their fitness conditioning, I don't let them rest as much or we don't give that, that rest period. And then stability and balance. If I'm ch challenging movement, I just start challenging stability and balance. So again, we don't always have to do the same thing. We can challenge that stability and balance. And power is different than strength. Power is a speed component. There's a lot of people that are strong, but they are not powerful. So again, think of strength times a, uh, a t the, the strength times the time or the speed that creates this thing called power. So again, depending on what your training specific specificity is, and then we get into proper progressions. And I think this is where a lot of people go wrong. 
don't need to make it hard at the very beginning. You need to make sure the progressions are such. So if I'm going to do a, let's say, a step back for my lower body, it could be a small range of motion with very little resistance with average speed. So again, everybody needs to progress. And that's how people generally get injured. And then slowly over time, we're slowly adding progressions. And that gets really fun. So sometimes with my clients and myself, I'll throw some bones out there, so little carrots, and I say, hey, this is where we're going, and this is how we're going to get there. It's no different than trying to lose weight or whatever it is. I'm trying to get off a of blood pressure medication or cholesterol, but we have to create some targets out there. Maybe it's hanging from a bar for 15 seconds. Can you hang from a bar for 15 seconds? Many people can't. Now you're saying, well, that sounds pretty easy, but that's not easy. Maybe from there, the progression is now only 15 seconds, but now I can do 30 seconds. And then maybe I do some kind of modified pull-up if that's the goal of learning how to do a pull-up. Or maybe I'm going to do a modified push-up into a medium push-up into a full-blown push-up. And then the push-up can add more load. So again, without getting so confusing here, but everything has a progression. If you think about progressions, you can take anybody at any fitness level and then slowly help them because you got to meet people where they're at. So progressions are a big, big deal. All right, so from here... Here's a couple questions for you to think about. Now, I have this incredible new book. I'm so excited about it. came out and this came out this past January, Rusty Move, if you haven't seen it. But in this book is everything we're talking about right now today. So again, we have this on our app. We have videos on all over. Um, but again, it's in the book. I explain it. This is kind of what I'm going through today. But there's a lot of visuals to help you along the way. So again, if you haven't seen that, if you do order the book from our website, you get the audio with that. But here's a couple questions for you. Before beginning a strength training program, ask yourself a few simple questions. Number one, how would you rate your current fitness level on a one to 10? So again, be honest with you. What is it? Is it a one? Is it a two? Are you new to strength training? Are you looking to take your game up a notch or two? So again, it's, that's what's fun. I have people come in here. They've been strength training for a long time. And we start increasing the perfecting the ordinary. And it's really fun for people to learn. So again, whether you're brand new or a seasoned veteran, there's always ways we can learn. Have you ever used a professional uh, strength person or a, a coach or a trainer or whatever? But have you? I highly recommend hiring a professional that guide you along the way. What specific goals do you have in mind? Maybe you'd like to do more physical work in your yard. I have a place up in Northern Michigan. It's very physical. And a big part of that is I think to myself, thank goodness I'm strength training because I can still do a lot of stuff that I want to continue to do. So again, what are the specific goals you have in mind? Like the guy talked about uh, snow skiing amazing benefits of strength training to go snow skiing or maybe you like to play pickleball or paddleball or whatever it might be think about what your specific goals are or maybe you have some injuries what injuries or challenges do you need to address before beginning your strength training program so again i've always had chronic hamstrings issues so again a big part of that is i need to make sure i'm warmed up but strength training really i think benefits me a great deal doing that and how much time do you want to invest in your strength training program to fit your your needs or your goals. Think about that. Can you take 10 minutes twice a week to begin your strength training program? So again, we need to ask those questions for yourself. Also, where are you going to do this? I'm a big fan. Let's just say you're, you don't have a gym to go to. So if you have a gym, great. We're, we're not going to talk about that right this second. But if you're designing your home gym, carve out a nice little space. 
and that you do not need to spend hardly any equipment to get going. But the key is carving out the space. So I'm a big fan of what does that environment look like? Do you like the environment? That is a big deal in my world. I want that environment to be pleasing. So do you have music? What do you want at what that to look like? And then if you're looking at what do you put together, here's some simple, easy things. I have resistance bands here. You can get these anywhere. The yellow is the easiest, followed by the green, then the red, then the blue. There's lots of options out there. Spry's one company, but that's an easy thing. You can travel with that resistance bands. Maybe dumbbells. Maybe you have a set of dumbbells. You could start with three, five, eights. Maybe you have a selectorized dumbbell. So again, dumbbells are a big deal. A padded bar. I have a padded bar right here. So this padded bar is a yes bar. And this padded bar comes in all sorts of weights, four, six, eight, 10, 20 on up. I'm a big fan of using the padded bar, a Swiss ball. I got the Swiss ball here, a medicine ball. I got that right here. Maybe you get a multi-station. I have a couple of these. I love multi-stations. A mini trampoline, you kind of think, well, what does that do with strength training? It definitely is putting adaptation to the lower body. And then maybe a portable bench. Again, don't have to spend a lot of money on strength training equipment along the way, but you have to understand that along. And we're happy to help you. If you have any questions on that, reach out to us on that. Okay, so from there, let's talk about putting some of this together. So if you're designing your strength training routine, we talked about a couple guidelines, but for almost everybody, I start with a full body strength training routine. Make this so simple, full body. And one of the easiest exercises to teach at the very beginning is some type of squat. And again, I'm not talking about a bar on my back. I'm going to put a bar on my back forever. So again, you can use no weight, just your body weight, or you can assist yourself by holding on to something. So if you're working on range of motion, again, a body weight squat, maybe a step up or step back. So again, this could be a lunging type movement, but those are some simple, easy lower body exercises. I'm a huge fan of a push-up. Again, you do a push-up against the wall. You can modify it on the floor, learning how to use that scapula. Maybe some type of row, could be a standing row, could be a dumbbell row. And then from there, some type of core, maybe it's a psoas crunch, maybe it's spinal balance, and that's it. You're like, okay, I got four, five, six exercises. I do two sets, eight to 10 reps, got this simple equipment, get busy with it, set the timer, boom, here we go. Pay attention to your, your posture, you pay attention to your technique, pay attention to your breathing, that's how you want to start. So again, simple, total body. Then from there, you say, okay, I like that. But maybe I want to have a little bit more involved. Then you might move to a split routine. Now, there's so many different ways to strength training, but I'm a big fan of a three-day split routine. That's what I've been doing forever. One day I do chest and back and core. The other day I'm doing shoulders and arms. The other day I'm doing lower body and I rotate it. So again, I might do that four, five, six days a week. And some days when I'm on the road, it might be three of those workouts and I just revolve them. So whatever I did today, my daughter Kristen and I did shoulders and arms and core. Tomorrow, I might do uh, just lower body. And then the following day, I will do chest and back and core. So again, you're just rotating that along the way. And that is a three-day split routine. So it's a little bit more intense, a little bit more focused, not so much more time. So I'm again, that time, generally, I spend about 40 minutes strength training most days. Got my dynamic warm-up, my foundations. I get the heart rate up maybe on the mini trampoline. And then I throw in that strength routine. That's generally my, my routine for most uh, days is doing that three-day split routine. And then each month, I'm not going to get into this too much today, but each month, 
I changed the resistance, I changed the reps and the sets. So the month of June, I am doing four sets of eight reps. And when I'm doing that, obviously I'm trying to always work on good range. I changed my rate and that will change my resistance. The following month in August, I will do five sets of five reps. Obviously the intensity goes up from a weight standpoint. So the resistance goes up. Again, I can still, I'm always trying to work on range, never get rid of range. And then I'm changing, always changing the, the, the rate. And then the, the month of September, I'm going into uh, three sets of 13 reps. So again, that's a little bit more anaerobically, but that's what makes it fun that I'm changing it every month. It's always a little bit differently. But again, that's a little bit more advanced. I'm just sharing with you some different ways to progress and keep it interesting for you. But if you think about the three hours, the, the range, the rate, and the resistance, and then you start playing around with each month, it's not hard to make this thing very, very interesting along the way. All right, so as we kind of wrap this up, again, I've given you a, a fair amount of information today. Again, we're going to talk more about this. We're going to show you different things along the way. But a quick summary, big picture. Posture alignment is essential for injury prevention and greater performance. So think about your posture and your alignment if you're just beginning or you're a seasoned veteran. Learn how to strength train from an experienced professional. If you're not strength training right now, again, check our website out. We got a lot of information on it. Again, lots of stuff in the book, but I highly recommend getting a professional to help guide you and with your technique and your form. Breath is a great indicator of intensity if the movement's too hard or too easy. So again, always pay attention to your breath. We're not holding the breath. Again, we're creating that consistency. It's like anything else, but breath is a great indicator of intensity. We talked about reps, the number of repetitions per set or movement, per exercise or movement. Set is the number of times you repeat the movement. So that's reps and sets. And then the three hours is the range, the rate, and the resistance. The rest and recovery play a huge important role in your fitness plan. So again, training specificity, don't forget how much rest are you getting? You don't need to rest a lot. And every strength training movement has a progression. That's the beauty. It doesn't matter what fitness level. I love getting different fitness levels and we start with a progression and we show them what it could look like. Here, here it is, it's out there. This is what you want. Let me show, this is gonna start today. And I have so many clients that said, that's not that hard. I go, that's the point. I don't want you to, I don't want you to walk out of the gym feeling you can't be successful. The goal is to be successful by taking these progressions. And that's our mantras, one small step at a time. And then strength training specificity. Every exercise has a specific goal in mind. I remember playing paddle ball with Pete Rahal. He taught me how to play paddle ball. And he said, every shot, what is the intention? And it's no different when I'm in the gym. It's like, what's my goal? What's my intention? And then from there. So ask yourself a couple of these questions. How would you rate your current fitness level? Have you ever done any form of strength training before? Where did you learn how to strength train? That's always interesting. I learned it for muscle and fitness. I learned it, whatever it is, where did you learn it? And what are some of your goals you want to accomplish through strength training? Sometimes be like, I saw a guy yesterday on the driving range playing golf. And I asked him, I said, hey, I don't, I don't see you at the health club anymore because I go to the health club sometimes, play paddleball. And he goes, well, I quit playing basketball during COVID. I'm like, well, you know, you like playing golf and you're 
in your mid-60s, we probably need to get you in the gym. We talked a little bit about that. He asked me about that. So he wanted to know if our headquarters was a was a gym. I said, no, we're a we're a, a, uh, Ontario Living is is not a gym. We're, we have a gym, but we're not a gym or health club that you could join. Or as we wrap this up, a couple small steps. If you're just beginning, start with four to six simple total body routine. So again, a little bit of lower body, a little bit of upper body, and the core. Hire a professional for a couple sessions. So wherever you are in the country, again, think about maybe getting a health a professional to help guide you along the way. Posture, as I mentioned, is everything. The benefits are incredible. I can't say enough about the incredible benefits of strength training because it is a, a thing that keeps on giving. So as we come to the home stretch, I want you to think about this. There's so many incredible benefits. I want you to start slowly over time. We have an incredible app. So if you haven't checked out our app, my Ontario Living app, again, all these things come to life. We have many videos in there, our, our new book. We have a lot of stuff to help you along the way. But again, check us out. And I want to do a little housekeeping as we wrap this up. If you're not familiar with this, we have Wednesday workouts. Just sign up on our website. It's free. In your inbox, you're going to hear Matt kind of beat up his dad. This technique, that technique. We're going to have fun with this. But again, a lot of the stuff I'm talking about today, it's in that Wednesday workout. So again, check that out. It comes out every Wednesday morning. We have weekly podcasts. As I mentioned, we have a really good one. My best friend, Marty Hall, did a great one on social drinking. Uh, my daughter, Kristen's coming in with my sister. We're going to do some more interviews. I'm going to get Gabe Zussman on here talking about uh, personal training. But we have weekly podcasts. Again, sometimes are content, sometimes are, are with the interviews. And again, we're going to open up. We're going to bring in more webinars. We're going to have a monthly webinar. So again, these are all going to be free. I mentioned the book. I mentioned the app. Again, if you have any questions, this is what kind of separates us, hopefully, in your eyes, that you can reach out and talk to us. So if you want to talk to us, you have any questions, just come to the website, ontarliving.com. We have a phone number there. We have somebody that actually answers that. And many times you say, hey, Chris, I want to talk to you. I'll pick up the phone and we'll do that. So again, we really pride ourselves on servicing you because again, you're supporting our mission along the way. And we are on a mission to transform your health. So again, thanks for joining me today. Um, I wish everybody health and happiness and we'll see you next time. Have a great week. Bye-bye.